right, everyone. Welcome back. Green Teamers Pod, episode three. Special uh, trade deadline episode for you all. There's a lot to go through. Very eventful day. Um, the landscape of the NBA has tra- changed quite dramatically, I would say. Uh, so with that, per usual, you have me, Yagav, and my co-host, Matt. And we have our first guest on the podcast, Aiden Nugent, very good friend of me and Matt's from you know elementary school. We go way back. Aiden, would you like to introduce yourself quickly? Yeah, uh, thank you guys for having me on. Uh, really, really happy to be here with you guys today. Um, as you guys said, my name is Aiden, a uh, longtime Celtics fan. Um, and yeah, I just ready to talk some NBA. Let's go. Hyped to have Let's you here, Aiden. Um, all right, so first topic of the day, we're going to start the Celtics, even though not too much to talk about, only made one move today. Um, and that was going out and getting Mike Muscala for Justin Jackson and two second-round picks. Uh, last week, Matt and I talked a lot about how they need to bolster their big man depth, and they went ahead and did just that, <clears throat> getting Mike Muscala from OKC for pretty cheap. Um, but what's nice about Muscala is that he's a shooter. He's a he's a shooter who's 6'11", uh, so he can really help spread the floor. Uh, he's shooting about 39.4% from three on the season. He's almost 38% for his career. Uh, so he, he's he's a good shooter, and I think he'll be really useful for us off the bench. Um, so, Matt, Aiden, what do you guys think? How, how do you feel about that being our only move and that move in and of itself? Aid, you go. You go first. Um, yeah, no, I was actually pretty happy with it. Um, Brad didn't really need to go out, uh, hit a home run at the trade deadline um agreed i like i like muscala a lot he uh he's a good rim protector um 6 11 has some good size and then that that what he provides uh best is a shooting which we definitely could use off the bench with gallinari being hurt definitely so yeah i'll definitely. give i'll give him like an a on the trade didn't, yeah, definitely. didn't really give up anything of value added a guy who you know, he could probably provide Al with some good rest opportunities down the stretch. For sure. Don't think he'll see the floor in the playoffs, but, you know, That's I think okay. he'll, he'll contribute. You, yeah. You're saying Justin Jackson's not too valuable? No. I mean, Hano did run into him at Target, which is yeah. – uh, <laughs> That's a bad I mean, sign in and of itself. That's pretty much all he did here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no shade to Justin Jackson, but seems like a great guy. Yeah. Matt, how do you feel? Yeah, I'm I'm with with you, Aiden. Super low risk move. Um and you get it's kind of interesting. So you were big on getting Kelly Olinick and right. Mike Muscala seems kind of just like a a I mean a cheaper cost Kelly Olinick type, Wal- type guy. Kelly right? Olenek. Yeah, yeah Walmart, Kelly but <laughs> it seems like he can shoot as well. Kelly's like a little <clears throat> Kelly probably has a little more offensive skill. Yeah. You remember um, when um when we played OKC a few weeks ago? I think it was at the Garden, or it, it might have been OKC. I don't remember, but I saw it on Twitter. Everyone was, like, raving. About, like, everyone was like, oh, Mike, because Mike Zarin and, and Brad were both at the game. And everyone was like, oh, is Mike? are they here to scout out Mike Muscala? Because he was, I guess he was really hot from three oh. that day. So, I mean, it, it ended up working out. So, I definitely think what's unique about Muscala that – I, I guess Al, you could say, is a shooter, but with Rob and Cornette is they don't have that shooting ability. 
So the fact that we have a guy now that does have that same shooting ability as Al will, I think, add a, another dimension to our bench that I guess we were lacking because we could take Rob out and give him rest with Cornette, but then we would lose that shooting aspect. And so I think we would have to play a little differently. So I feel like having Cornette, I mean, sorry, having Muscala now who can shoot the ball and, and space the floor will, I, I guess, allow us to play in new ways with, with some of the bench guys. So I'm excited to see how that, that works out. Yeah, I just yeah. want to uh, d- dive in real quick on it. I thought it's pretty interesting that Brad opted to go for a big as opposed to a wing. I feel like he could have made the same trade for mm-hmm. a, a backup wing as well, and he chose the big guy. I don't know if that's just because the Thunder were, were taking less than some of these other teams, but like, like Aiden, I guess, do you think some of the buyout candidates are better like the wing buyout candidates are more appealing to the Celtics as opposed to the bigs or do you think this is just um yeah I think looking at our starting bigs we have Rob who's like always hurt and then we have Al Horford who's like 36 years old and so there's certainly like some big injury risk there so I think adding him helps alleviate some of the risk if one of them does get hurt yeah and I think, Matt, I think the, another reason is kind of building off that the whole injury um, part that Ian was talking about. We have more depth at the wing position. So even if our wings do get hurt like our bigs might, yeah, at fair. least we have more guys to step up. So I guess a cheaper backup for them makes more sense from the yeah. buyout market as opposed to a big man, which might be a little harder to find. Um, I guess we can let's just talk about the bio targets now. I know we were going to do that later but I feel like it, it, this is a good segue into it. Um, so I know there's going to be a couple of people getting bought out. Uh, I know big name. So I'm just going to throw out a name. We can, we can each throw out some names we think would be good fits. Uh, I'm going to start with the obvious one. I know we've talked about it was, is Will Barton. The report came out just a few minutes ago saying how he's going to get bought out by the wizards. Hasn't played at all really this season, but last year he played, I think it was 71 games for the nuggets averaging almost 15 points a game. Uh, if he has even like 75% of that left in the tank, I feel like he could be a great addition to our bench. Not only is he clearly a, like a scorer, but I feel like he, he does bring some sort of a veteran presence um, and help even out the bench a little bit. I know he hasn't accomplished too much, but he's just been in the league for a while. Um, and I, I don't know. I just feel like that energy would be good off the bench, even if he plays just a few a few minutes probably taking all of Pritchard's minutes away, but you get, do you want to, do you want to tell the uh, listeners what you sent me about Will Barton the other day though, in his defensive stats? Oh yeah. That's a, that was a daunting tweet. Let me try to find that. It was essentially, um, Matt, if you have it more handy than me. Yeah. I can, I can, um, is it good or bad? It was bad. awful. He was He's... like, it was like, was it bottom two in the league in, um, was it defense? Was it defensive net rating? What was it? I'm gonna to try to find it. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, I have it here. You go. Oh, perfect. So according to 538's Raptor model, they they give players a offensive value score and a defensive yeah. value score, and then a total overall value. And Will Barton is the, according to this model, is the second worst defender in the entire NBA yeah. this season. According to the defensive Raptor. <laughs> so that well, part is not real. as good. 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except ready for this though. You're probably expecting like he's a pretty good offensive player, uh, just from like past past years. But he's yeah. also he's has a pretty high negative offensive value as well. Is that this season? So, yeah, this season. Oh, okay, okay. But I don't the issue. So actually, I can. I guess this will allow me to also take the defensive raptor um, with a grain of salt. Is he just hasn't really played a lot this year, so I feel like. Offen- both offensively and def- defensively you could be you could say the sample size might not be big enough but i definitely agree that for our team especially and what you need to be able to do in order to fit in on our team is play defense or at least not suck on defense so yeah that <laughs> i will admit that is a concern but luckily yeah luckily um I feel like everyone else around him is very good defense would be very good defensively if we were to sign him. So he would be yeah, able to true. get away with it a little bit at least. But yeah, Matt, you do. Yeah. Matt, just let me know that he's actually played almost 40 games this year. So it is actually a pretty good sample size. So maybe he's not as good yeah. of a bio target as I'd originally thought. Yeah, I didn't know he played that many games. Yeah. Me neither. Haven't heard anything about him, right? Yeah. Averaging also 20 minutes a game. Like that's pretty solid amount. So, I guess go, building off of that, so there's no way he plays anything close to that here. Um, right. And then... I might be out on Will Barton very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I actually am too. I have another guy who I'll bring up in a sec who I want, who's also not a great defender, but I, I like him a, a little bit more than Will. Can't be worse um, than Will. Yeah, exactly. Aiden, you in or out on Will Barton. If he's like, I want to come here, I'm fine Hearing with Hearing that about his defense just... We'll I'll go speculative, speculative, speculative. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> You're going to say if yes. He's willing, wow. If he's willing to buy in, I think what he offers offensively just as like a pure slasher. Okay. I don't want him like, well, he has increased his three point percentage up to like, I can, get, I can get behind that. You can get I focus. think, I think it might be worth taking a flyer on him depending on the other buyout options. Matt, what was the other buyout option you had? Uh, I'll throw another one. This is a guy who my dad is actually really, really into. So, um, Terrence Ross. Mm, saw this report. He's also, a classic. Oh, wow. Every year, I feel Celtics like there's killer. A, that he's definitely a Celtics killer. But I feel like every deadline, there's something always linking him to the Celtics. Like, yeah. Like every single time, it's like, oh, Terrence Ross is going to get. Also, in general, they always say he's probably going to get traded, and then never does. But yeah, he's dude. definitely every it's like year four straight like, deadlines. Exactly yeah. every year, everyone's like, he'd be a great like fit. In Celtics. Been... He'd be a great fit, and then it never happens. He would be great on a contender, like yeah, definitely. You, so I saw the report that he might get bought out. Um, we know he can score. So how is he defensively, Matt? How would you say? Well. I... I clearly know for a fact that he is not the second worst defender. Yeah, that's quite true. That. Um, I, I actually don't think he's great defensively, but he's he's not like horrendous. Um, I think he offers a little more shooting and a little more scoring than Will Barton does. Mm-hmm. He's also kind of wasting away. Like I feel sort of bad for him. He's been on the Magic the last like five, six years, and they've just been awful. Yeah. He probably so, wants to get out of there. 
So I'm looking actually at I just looked up his rap raptor. He has is it, a negative. Is it really bad? It's a negative. What was what was Will's the number? It's like dun, dun, dun. <laughs> negative four point six. Oh, okay, so so Terrence Ross is negative one. So he's okay, that's if he's a negative one defensive raptor, negative one point five offensive raptor. So if you visualize that on a graph, and there's four quadrants. He's in the bottom left. So that's both bad offensively. Hey, Will and... Barton's further in the bottom left, though. He is worse right. offense, worse defense. So exactly. Exactly. So I think and the, and we're talking buyout candidates, guys. Like we're not yeah, like we can't expect them to be like necessarily in any of the right quadrants with a positive on either end of the floor. Um, but Terrence Ross is trending very towards the middle. So another so it's pretty neutral, I would say, almost. So definitely a better option, I think, than than Will Barton for sure. Um, Aiden, do you have another name? Because if you don't, I have I have one I can throw. Um, out. yeah, Same no, name. I don't have anyone who would be a really good fit. I Reggie Jackson's a name who. Yeah, so I, I heard you guys that. vaguely. Yeah, you guys vaguely said before we started that I think I heard you guys say he might get bought out. Yeah. Um, who you got traded to today? Um so many to the hornets oh, to the hornets yeah oh that is a, oh out. of course in yeah. the uh plumley deal so yeah he he's gone for sure how so, good of a fit do you think he would be honest? yeah this is interesting because he's i i actually like him as a player BC i just guy. don't totally see tons of minutes bc guy tons of opportunity for him here especially because like we we have our three stud point guards, Smart, Brogdon, yeah. White, and then exactly I like Pritchard as kind of that energy shooter, weird creator guy, and I yeah. don't think Reggie Jackson offers yeah. any of that sort of. Right. He he cannot shoot, and I, I know that. Um, I was so. watching some clips. He was just giving zero effort on the Clippers. Like, mm. oh really? Just like That's... not contesting shots, not going for rebounds. Not that's a guy not, yeah, that's not attractive at all. Another thing I, I was just thinking about with each of the names we brought up, any guy we add from the bio market, don't you think it might pretty much eliminate Pritchard's minutes completely? Because I'm trying to think who else's minutes would it come out of? I mean, it depends, right? If it's a wing, I guess a little of Pritchard, but also probably Grant. Sam Hauser. And I think oh, Grant will... Yeah. Grant should it's going to kind of depend game to game. I, I actually think this buyout target is – I want to hear your thoughts on this after, but I think it's more necessary just to get through the regular season. Mm. Like I don't think this guy's going to play – if I don't think this guy's going to play at all in the playoffs, yeah. bearing like a so, total surprise. So I just think it's like it would be great to play like Jalen's out now, mm. get Tatum rest, kind of just rest a ton of guys and have someone who can sort of hold his own until then. I agree with that question. I agree with that. That's a good point. Um, And I don't know how long Jalen's going to be out if it's only through the all-star break. So this is going to be kind of a a wild name and it it's kind of counterintuitive considering we just trade for Muscala. But if we're talking, I agree with you that whoever we get is just for the regular season. He's best like Kevin Love. No, I think, well, that would be (laughs) ideal, but I don't think he's getting bought out. I was going to say Serge Ibaka. Oh, I big name. He might be yeah. washed. But he yeah, might be how washed. How much does he have left in the tank? Exactly. But I think so. Like for example, in a game like last night, like Griffin vibes. When we didn't have Horford <laughs> or Rob, 
Muscala would have been helpful, but I feel like a guy like Noah Vonley last night would have been super useful, just that size and like aggressiveness against a guy like Embiid. And I feel like Ibaka has that, but with more experience, he's a veteran leader. What, like a, a bigger, stronger guy who can hold yeah. up against Embiid? And he's basically. not as big as Muscala. I think he's a little shorter. I think he's more, I'm just going to double check this. Though. Yeah, he's just a strong boy. So I, th- I feel like he could be interesting too as like the last guy on the bench. Oh, he's 6'10", so he's actually pretty much like him. But wouldn't that only be essentially useful against a Joel Embiid? Like yeah. I- he's more big insurance, which I'm like very worried about. Do we have a roster? Do we have one roster spot? That's yeah, what I think one. so, yeah, because no Vaughn is. Um, I have two guards who might be options. Oh, this first, first one, Bryn Forbes. Just got that's caught a good by. One. That's a good one. That's a really good Minnesota. one. Minnesota. Um, he's been a bad. I think he's been pretty poor shooting wise for Minnesota, but maybe a change change of scenery could fix that. And then the other name is Danny Green. Ooh, I love the Danny Green name. He got shipped out to the Rockets. Matt, so was I, that a shake? Were you shaking your head on that one? I <laughs> I'm like still green. I think Bryn Forbes is great, but I think he he's probably too sh- I think he's like oh. 6'1, 6'2. So I last, think that might kill him. Last year Wait. he shot 41% from three. This year he's shooting 30% from three. Yeah, he's really struggled. Big decline from last Danny year. Danny Green's one I'd buy into. Yeah, I I mean Danny Green would be sick. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm getting a little hung up on the name. Experience. Um true yeah that's not that's kind of what you look for in a bio guy that's true i and do he's just veteran even if he doesn't play just his presence of oh he's only played three games this year yeah that's crazy we might be be uh sort of like trending toward these big names a little too much um yeah like definitely. ibaka danny green even like yeah. terrence ross will barton like those guys used to be good starters Right, and yeah. I, I, I think we still have some of that in our, in our head. Like Brad Stevens is probably gonna go and get some random. I, I don't even freaking know, but like random guy. I agree. Yeah, Brent Forbes. I'm team Brent Forbes. Brent Forbes. I could maybe see that. Yeah, it's like a low key name. Played for the Spurs. No, Brad likes those Spurs players. Oh, he definitely does. Anyone else? Any other names? Yeah, this one isn't for this. Oh, I actually was thinking about this one. This is another big name. You might laugh at it, and I don't say John a lot. No, 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 no. (laughs) But it's the type of yeah, Pat Bev. (laughs) It's the type of guy that you hate. You hate to play against Uh, on your team, and I feel like that like presence would be. Like it was just it's just like a good addition to any like championship team, I feel like. Even if he doesn't play, it's better if he doesn't play. I feel like what he brings is like his tenacity is like energy more so than any skill on the court. I don't know, just another idea because he's definitely getting bought out as well. I like I think, I I think it would away. be pretty pretty funny having him on the bench. Uh yeah. Exactly. But I don't like that's it. <laughs> I don't think it would provide much value. Yeah. This is a name that I don't think the Celtics are obvious. This is like completely irrelevant to the Celtics, but I just want to know where you guys think he'll land. Russell Westbrook. Do you think he's going to go to the Clippers like everyone's saying? And if he does, 
how good of a fit do you think that's going to be? I could I could see that just ending awfully. But so you know. it it's going to be one of the Clippers Heat Bulls, right? It's got to be. Yeah, I would actually be happy if you went to the Heat. I don't know. I think why that the would, would make them worse. But I've heard that they're in on it. Dude, yeah, the Bulls very, are very weird. Weird. Like what? Are they what are they, they should have sold. They should have sold heavy at the deadline. I think. Like Zach Levine, I guess you're not you're not gonna trade DeRozan, but like I could they could have gotten rid of Levine and Vucevic for like a lot, and completely like what are they doing living in the bottom of the East, like in the play-in area for like two straight seasons? Clearly, what they have is not working. It's like yeah, and you're you're a Chicago guy. What are your thoughts on that? Um. What's Levine's contract situation, first of all? It's, it might be the worst contract in the league after Ben Simmons and Bradley Beal. It's Should like I one add? of the like five year two like fifty or sixty per. I'll get the um, numbers. I, I agree he's he's five year two he signed five year two fifteen and he has three more years and then his player option in twenty six, twenty seven. He's making forty mil a year for the next three years. Yeah, dude, it, it's probably sense. upscale too. It's probably increasing, right? Each yeah, year. it's 40, 43, then 46, and then 49 on his player option year. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a pretty bad contract. Yeah, I mean, they had that first like half of the season where they were the one seed last year. And right. Dude, that's why they haven't blown it up because they like, they I would remember. Attach a pick. Yeah, they've got that glimmer of hope. But if you're a Bulls fan, sorry, you guys have no hope. Um, at all they should they should have sold at the deadline i don't know what they're what they probably they're got thinking. to sell they're known to three, have right? terrible ownership group over yeah. there um i know a bunch of bulls fans calling for his head um demar let's see demar DeRozan's contract because yeah. there was a lot of intermittent demar DeRozan lakers talk and he has one more year next year um but then he's not a restricted free agent. I don't know. Maybe we could see something happen over the summer. Like are they them. just waiting to get Lonzo back and run him back next year? I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, which is a free agent, I think. So which is gone. So decide on oh. him. Yeah, I, mean, I I would be shocked if they resigned him. I feel like that would be a very silly move. But who knows? Yeah, he's killing it for my fantasy team. Just he's a fantasy like star. He has guy. been. Yeah, no. Yeah, he feels it. He fills it numbers, so. for sure. Just, yeah, I don't, I don't see them doing anything in the playoffs. And now, you traded, you traded like a decent amount of your future for him. Yeah, that's true. That's so, true. I mean, Franz Wagner, right? The Franz Wagner yeah. pick. Wendell is for Vucevic. Wendell Carter. Wendell. A lot of young guys. And then I think they're first this year as well. Jeez. Yeah. So I don't know. It just doesn't make sense what they're doing over there. Man, it's tough. I guess we're we've been spoiled by like such good front office management, like for our whole lives, and these other there's a lot of other teams that have just been like destroyed by just poor management. I feel like mm-hmm. and have the fans have just been suffering so much, and I feel Brooklyn, like no, yeah, Brook. I mean, yeah, probably Brooklyn. I don't really know what's happened behind the scenes, but I feel like. They did the best they could. I th- I liked their return for Durant. I liked it a lot. I love Bridges. I love Cam Johnson. And they got a lot of picks. The picks might not be too good, but 
still some some assets to trade. Twenty twenty nine should be really good. Yeah, that might yeah, be. The, uh, the picks, I think, it'll be line. great. You um, think? I think as long as Booker's there, it won't be. It won't be. Wait, too what bad. year were those picks? Were they? They're like not this year, next year, next year. They're a it's little like far. 20, yeah, they're right. Or I know twenty twenty seven, twenty twenty nine. They have. Okay. And then yeah, two and they have a swap. I think their swap is in twenty eight. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. But yeah, it's it's a big deal. It's a it's a big deal. Still some yeah, it's 23, 25, 27, and twenty nine, and then a twenty eight pick swap. Yeah, it's exactly. What let's it's let's let's dive into this trade for a sec. So, I guess first, Egev, I know you really like the return for it. Um, but I guess you guys each want to say who you thought won the trade, and then how you think it impacts the Celtics. Yeah, and you can yeah. kick it off. Yeah, um, or just how it impacts the Celtics. Just give some I thoughts. think getting Durant to the West is obviously good for the season. Um, yeah. And because of that, um, the Suns got the best player in the trade. So I'd have them winning the trade, and I also have them being one of the winners of the deadline. Um, this instantly vaulted them from in the betting market. They were like eight, the eighth favorite before the to win the title before the trade. Now they're third favorite. So I mean. This obviously helps them this year, and and they have Durant signed for a while. So. Yeah, no, um, they and they got to keep Aiton. They got to keep um, CP three, CP three. So their bench kind of need. I think they'll be big in the bio market, competing with the C's. Um, yeah, definitely. So yeah, they definitely got to add a little scoring off the bench, but they're in position to make a run. Exactly. I think uh, so. The way I look at it is obviously right now, I feel like everyone's going to say the Suns won it. Um, but I think Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson are, are two like very, very good young players. And it's kind of hard to evaluate what their ceiling is right now. But like incredibly useful players. Mikhail Bridges is what finished like top three in defensive player of the year voting last year. He's a defensive stud. Cam Johnson's also great player and i feel like it's like once they move on from the ben simmons contract i feel like they probably have to write it out but if you throw in a star that's actually capable of playing into that roster you're already in a very very good place and you still have all the assets and picks you've accumulated from the durant and irving trades so i feel like at the end of the day the nets kind of overhauled their roster like probably better like than you could have asked them like pretty pretty solidly like i'm not I'm actually pretty impressed with their management with the, with the front office. Um, and I, I mean, if you look back at the Celtics nets trade back in the day, when we traded Pearson Garnett, I mean, everyone was raving. That was a huge deal. Like I feel like Kevin, like Garnett this is and different, Dur- bro. This is no, different. I, I, KG I Pierce were good. Durant's were like, like top three. Yeah, Durant's still level. like top. People, it's next level. You guys keep saying, you guys, everyone keeps saying Durant's top three. Everyone's showing his accolades, his stats, thirteen-time All Star, ten-time All NBA, two-time champ, all, all this, all this stuff. But if you look at the past two seasons, this dude is always hurt. He's got, he had the Achilles injury. He's missed so many games this year. He's, he's getting older every single year. He's already thirty-four. I know he's a great player, and I think he's going to be great for them in the playoffs. Um. But at the end of the day, I feel like looking ahead from season to season, you don't know what you're going to get, how much this guy is going to play, what's going to happen. So in that sense, I feel like he's still a huge question mark that people are overlooking just a tad too much because I feel like 
he you got despite it being a KD, talented man. player, there's <laughs> he's still getting older and he's let's let's face it, he's not he's not built to be a durable player at all. And he, at any point of his none at no point in his career was he also. So the fact that he's getting older should only just make it more concerning, I think, in my opinion. But like Aiden said, they got the best player at the end of the day. So you kind of have to give the nod to the Suns. But I still feel like people are a little overreacting too much to how good Durant might still be and might be from season to season. That's all I'm saying. So how how much longer do you think Durant has at this level? That's what I don't know. That's so what you I, you think it is shorter I, rather than longer, right? Whereas I, Aiden and I think he's got a good three, four more superstar you're, years. You're very confident in that. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I'm, he'll miss I'm like twenty or thirty not. games every year, but so does everyone at this point, except Tatum. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think, I but think the fa- I don't never know. miss a game. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's, a, good, he's a good player. But what <laughs> what I was saying was the I don't know. And the fact that you don't know for what you gave up, I know you have to go all in all. The, for this year, I think it's a great deal. But from this season on out, not knowing what you're going to get on a season-by-season basis is concerning. And he's like, I just feel like you don't know what level of play he's going to also be at from year to year, just based off like how how injured he is and stuff. So I don't know. I'm, I'm more of a skeptic. Um, I don't think Durant is what Durant was like before his Achilles injury. No, like even this two years is, ago. This might be the best he's ever played, bro. This you, year. Such a small sample size. Such a small sample 40 size. Games. 40 games. No. It's a lot. But, it's good enough. He, he he wasn't that good for all 40 games. He was good for the 20 games before they got hurt when they were like 19 and two or something. When they were on a run with Kyrie. He, That's when he was playing out of his mind. And I agree. But he wasn't like the superstar Kevin Durant for all 40 games. He wasn't. There's no question though he like puts them in contention. Yeah, one hundred percent. For me, is they should be the favorites. And if I'm a Nuggets risk. fan, yeah, I agree for this year. And if I'm a Nuggets fan, I'd be pissed because yeah, now the Suns have like Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, it does suck. completely catapulted over the Nuggets. But I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. Also, if he stays healthy toward till the end of the year, if he plays in the playoffs, like I feel like that's still a huge question mark. So I don't. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, they kind of do have to go get a ring now. Like, yeah, they do exactly. There's a lot of pressure. Yeah, Chris Paul will be gone soon. Yeah, he's looking. Aiton's probably kinda... gonna get out of there at some point. Some type yep. of trade. I could see them trading trading him away. Also, quick note: How cool is it for Matt Ishbia to buy the yeah, team? Twenty four hours later, he <laughs> just goes, "I'm gonna trade for Kevin Durant." And goes out and gets this guy, and all of a sudden he has a super team. Like I just can't imagine the feeling and like, just like the elation of just being able to all of a sudden buy this multi like multi billion dollar team and then just construct what probably many think is the best team in the league right now. I just think that's like I just feel like that's so sick. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a big Matt Isby guy. Yeah, it is. It's pretty cool to be able to do that. Um, so let's transition into another one of the big trades that happened, which I thought was an excellent trade. The Lakers trade, the fact that they, they got back. Oh, for the Lakers, for the Lakers, for the Lakers. I feel like they gave up nothing. They got D'Lo. It's a protected though. Top four, right? Yeah. But then it'll probably just flip to unprotected the next year though. 
it's it turns into a second round pick from what I saw. Oh, does it really? Yeah, that's why what I would saw. The, why would the Jazz do that? I was confused also. That's what I was saying. I'm gonna double check that. No, yeah. So the Lakers got Lakers. Yeah, so let me recap that quickly. The Lakers got D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt from the Jazz, D'Angelo Russell from um, the Timberwolves. They gave up Russell Westbrook in a 2027 um, protected top four pick. Um, I think this is a great trade for the Lakers. They got rid of Russell Westbrook, who was a disaster, and they – Surrounded LeBron with some three guys that can really play, like really, really play, spread the floor, shoot. Um, I think I saw something about these guys being like top 50 in the league in three pointers, and they didn't have anyone top 50 before this trade on the on the roster. Um, so a big shift in the way they can play the game, spacing also for LeBron, I think will be really huge. I don't know, guys, what do you think? Who do you think won the trade? How do you feel about um the return for each team, what they had to give up. Uh, you want to start? Yeah, so obviously I agree with you. Good trade by the Lakers. I feel like the cost of uh, getting rid of Westbrook's contract should have been a first, and then so they're getting all these players yeah. in for for free. Like I, I think it is it's shocking how much they were able to get, so it was good they were patient. Although they are 25 and 30 because they were patient. But I think definitely great. Great haul by the Lakers. Solid for the Timberwolves. I feel like they were probably not sold on paying D'Angelo Russell long-term. It would have been stupid to pay D'Angelo Russell long-term and a big deal. Conley is a much better fit with Rudy Gobert. And it'll just... He'll he'll calm things down. The Timberwolves are are actually playing relatively well lately. So I think this will help this... I think Russell's Russell's more talented than Conley, obviously, but I think this move will help them now. I don't know what Danny Ainge is doing. Really? You think so, he didn't get enough back is what you're saying? Yeah, I, I don't get how we got one first. It's a good first round pick, but how we got one first round pick and had to take on Westbrook's contract for Conley, Vanderbilt, and Malik Beasley. Like he couldn't. Are you really telling me he couldn't have split those guys up in a couple different trades and brought back at least two, three first round picks? I agree. I think Van- like, Vanderbilt, especially, I feel like. Yeah, yeah remember, in a first for Vanderbilt? Yeah. Yeah. Just weird. And then, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And the protection, like you're getting, you're doing it because you think, yeah, I just checked. Um, the second and round, the unlike- is it, does it become a second? And the unlikely event that the pick doesn't convey in the top four, it becomes a second round pick, Dude, which is a huge awful. drop-off. Holy smokes. And I feel like in 2027, there's a very good chance they're going to be bottom of the league, like like almost like yeah. no question. So I don't know. I feel like it's very risky. I don't know if you can say that about LA, but yeah. Yeah. I guess because it's such a big, it's a big market. You could sign free agents. But they have fair. been bad for a while, so. Yeah. Damn, yeah, I that... think um, the T-Wolves won definitely, and the Lakers, this kind of makes them – like they had no shooting on this roster. And the, right. Um, Beasley could go out and drop six threes in a playoff game. Like he's that, he's that good of a shooter. Um, 
Their other deals were great too. They completely revamped the roster. You Mo think Bamba? Mo Bamba stinks? <laughs> well, I don't know, guys. Don't they gave up nothing. That. They gave up nothing for him. They gave up but Bev though, and Thomas, you want to? I have him. a feeling. I have a feeling. Brian did not Bamba. want to play with him. It's facts, Aiden. But Bryant requested a trade. Yeah, he was calling back. for the ball Sorry. on LeBron. On LeBron's yeah. Shot. <laughs> yeah, it's in the picture. Got his ass out of um, But, no, <laughs> great trade for the Lakers getting uh, Westbrook yeah. out of there. You can tell he hates LeBron. Um, you think? Oh, yeah. I think, Have you seen the locker room clip? Yeah. Oh, it's no, hilarious. I didn't see the locker room clip. The locker room clip um, – Look, I didn't see this either. Everyone's like, "All right, boys, like, let's get out there, let's win, like, let's let's do it." LeBron's like, "Yeah, let, like, let's let's get out there, let's play hard." And then you just hear, hear like Westbrook starts talking, and the cameras originally on LeBron, and he starts talking. Win, lose, draw, boys, just go out there, have fun, ha- have fun. And you you see LeBron's reaction to that, like so confused and puzzled as it pans to Westbrook, and he's like, "Win, lose, draw, win, lose, draw, it doesn't matter, just go and have fun, go and have fun." <laughs> And he's like high high fiving everyone, and you can just see LeBron's like, "What is this guy saying right now?" That's like, I just feel like he had a very bad mentality to not fit in. Kindergarten well. soccer mentality, exactly. Everyone, <laughs> about LeBron, participation bro? trophy mentality. LeBron Means. gets the record and then disappears the rest of the game. That's true. AD also, points. AD like you couldn't even see him out there on the floor. Like he had, I would Jalen Williams six eight like guarding him. Get You're get right. your ass in the post. Start start Play scoring. Him. Like what are you doing? I think AD is going through something. I saw it all. You like guys saw it. out there. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's actually going through something. Like you saw his reaction to LeBron's game where he was just standing there. He wasn't even clapping. And the the only reason I say this is because there's a shot of LeBron. LeBron was mic'd up on the bench and he puts his hand around AD. He goes, you know, I love you, right? Like, I love you. Like, like it was a very like intimate way of saying it. So it just seemed like LeBron knew like the dude was going through something. But I don't know. It's I feel like it's Bronze the only way abusive. to explain it. Why else would AD not <laughs> react at all to LeBron's shot? I feel like there's no other logical explanation other than like he's like legitimately in a bad place or something's going on. To like yeah, now they're bringing to D'Lo the snitch into that locker room. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I think he'll be a good fit. I think he's a very good fit. He can shoot. He can pass the ball. He's playing very well for the Timberwolves this year too. So for this, for yeah, this recently, it's good. With, I feel like with Towns out, Aiden. Yeah, you, I Towns being out guy, is like but unlocked. It's unlocked Edwards like too. Their offense, like a lot, for sure. Ant's been Ant's been a lot better without him. He should have yeah. been an All Star. Um, Ant's a stud, for sure. Um, but yeah, so, no, I like Conley's fit with the Timberwolves. Um, yeah, that's a good fit. Definitely, I think they'll be a team to watch. Uh, what other what other trades that I mean? What other trades really Pirtle. caught your eye today? Yeah, we could talk Pirtle quickly. How the Raptors ended up yeah. buying instead of yeah. selling. Cheap price. How do you think it's cheap price, but how do you think no, he's yeah, gonna fit cheap in? Cheap price. It's good for them. They have no they have no one taller than like six, eight or something. Yeah, that no, I think it, it helps playable. Them. I think it helps them a ton. I think they can make a little bit of a run into the playoffs. Um, you want to see, see them, them in like round one? Seven, maybe. They're in the plane right now. Do you want to see them round one if if you're the Celtics? Uh, not really. You don't, you don't want to see them because they can sort of – they have guys who could guard Tatum and Brown a little bit. But Yeah. I feel like yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing the Bulls. 
the yeah, the Hawks. Bulls, the Hawks, I would love. Um, yeah, those are the two who I want. Yeah. Even though the Bulls yeah. have played us kind of tough this year when we saw Yeah, them. I think the Raptors could get up to maybe the eight, actually. I don't know if they'll be able to pass the Knicks. Yeah, but I could see them surpassing well. Hawks and Bulls for sure. Yeah. Cool trade. The 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 Celtics offer, I don't know how legitimate it was, like how accurate the report was from Brian Robb, but it was Gallo, Pritchard in two seconds, I think. Was that the deal? Um, or was it a yeah. – yeah, yeah, there was, was no first, right? Two seconds. That would have been a steal if that you could have pulled it off. Trade, but yeah. it was it seemed like a very weak offer. Didn't didn't seem like we were willing to give up anything, really. Yeah, just kick the tires um, on it. I actually yeah. like what the Clippers did. Um Adding Bones, Highland, um, Plumley, um, Eric Gordon, actually solid shooter. Yeah. Um, I, they they're, might. Yeah, I could see him getting Westbrook too, though. They're very deep. Like they yeah. have, I feel like a lot of guys who could start on other teams. Maybe like Plumley started. Eric Gordon wasn't really playing, but last year Eric Gordon was good. Um, Gordon's still solid. Gordon will play. He is okay. So. Yeah, I, really I think they shooter. definitely added a lot. It's just that point guard position they're still missing. Yeah. They have been for forever. Bones is god-awful at defense, but he, is, yeah. he can be pretty exciting offensively. Yeah. You think he'll be a six-man? Um, no. Also, I have a point guard. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, John Wall's going to go, so. Yeah. Yeah, and Reggie Jackson's right going. Now, I'd expect them to to not start a point guard. Honestly, they're gonna get mm-hmm. Russ. They're gonna get Russ. They have yeah. to. Westbrook is interested in the Clippers. I want him. I want him to join the Clippers. Honestly, that would be the most fun. I do too. It's a better fit than with LeBron because Paul George can be kind of a. Uh, they've already actually played together, and Paul George had such a great year. Um, yeah, I think he's top was three. Was that his MVP? MVP? Yeah. Yeah, and I think Westbrook might have. Yeah, no, won it's, it. it's a solid fit. But because Kawhi and and Paul George are a little less, like I need the ball. They can kind of catch and shoot a bit. They're good spacers. Like LeBron kind of needs the ball. Um, yeah. And LeBron wants to control things. Yeah, which is fair. He's so good. But yeah, let's get Russ on the Clippers. I like Russ. I feel really I feel bad for Russ. It's really I hope he goes to the Clippers take. and they just destroy the Lakers whenever they Wait, why do you feel bad for Russ? I I don't know. I I like feel like he totally I thought this year he he has not been that bad. Like ever since off the bench, yeah, I, he's just been. I know his shot, his shot online, stinks, like... but he plays so hard. He gets, yeah, he gets trolled like crazy. He's totally, he's the target of like everything. Like his fans boo him. Press conference, he gets totally roasted. It's, it's tough, man. I'm rooting for him. So I feel like it all is rooted in though, like his decision making. And if you watch a lot of the games, like he just has some, like. You just question like his IQ sometimes based off what he's deciding to do with the ball. Mm-hmm. Like at the in crunch time yeah, of games, valid. like he'll like take just absurd shots, not pass the ball to LeBron. I feel like he still has a little bit of an ego issue or like just like that mentality of like I'm the guy when he's playing with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. <clears throat> Excuse me. So he might not want to like like concede to them 
but I feel like he needs to learn that. I agree with anywhere that. he goes now, he has to learn that a new role, and that's not being the guy and kind of letting other people play and feeding off and feeding off their energy as opposed to people feeding off of his. Yeah, I agree with that. I just think he plays hard, man, and he he. He plays. He plays fucking hard. <laughs> hey, win, lose, draw, boys. Just have fun. Win, lose, draw. I'm actually surprised that he said yeah, that. Doesn't he doesn't sound like the type of guy who would say that. I know it was weird. It was very weird. Sounds like something AD would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, AD looks very soft, so it's fitting. But yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's very weird. Um, I want to transition now. Um, yeah. So, kind of a little going back to the Celtics. We only made one deal. We're probably going to add to the buyer market. I want to hear what you guys think this means for both Pritchard and Grant. Um, what both for this season, but also for their future with the team. Uh, do we think? Do we think we're resigning Grant? Do you think we're going to move Pritchard in the off season? He's going to be a restricted free agent. So, what are we going to match? What are we going to not match? Is he going to like because he wants playing time, right? So, I don't know. What do you guys think is going to happen with them beyond this season? I guess. <clears throat> I'll go Probably eight. I'll I'll take that. Grant. You take Pritchard. All right. All right. <laughs> and then we can build on each other after. So yeah. I think Grant is hundred percent coming back. Um, unless one of these teams with crazy cap space does something really dumb and and gives him twenty two. But I don't know why a rebuilding team would give him twenty plus. He's not that type of player at all. Um. So yeah, I think the fact that we did not trade for a player like Pirtle or some other wing who is going to be a free agent who we then have to pay signifies that Grant will be back next year, most likely, unless he totally shits the bed the rest of the year. Something crazy happens. I think he's coming back. Part of the future, for sure. I I agree. I agree with that. Aiden, what do you think about Pritchard? Um, So you said he's a restricted free agent? Yeah. I think... He's pretty much as good as gone, man. Um, now you want to double check me on that? Yeah, I think he has one more year, but let me. I don't really see us it. like matching anything this offseason for him. If unless, even like, if he's, yeah, he's got one more, and then oh, he's got oh, one a, more. He's got he's got one more, and then a team, then a team option to. Oh yeah, w- wait, did we pick up the team option for? Pursuit? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, it says that club exercise. Okay. So, so mean, he's actually on the books for next year. Do I think we might trade him in the summer? The, the yeah, probably wait till the summer. Right? Him. Yeah. Yeah, let's get him a ring and then trade him this offseason to a team that'll just play him. That's a good plan. I think that's good. It's unfortunate. I feel like this is also why we're seeing a lot of teams also be so, I guess, like free with their second round picks. A lot of these contenders are mm-hmm. just willing to dish them out. It's just like there's no room on a lot of these top contender teams for like these like random talent guys that I know Pritchard wasn't a second round pick, but it's just like there's not a lot of room when you have a contending team with a deep like eight to 10 man rotation for these guys that might have a lot of talent, can score, can play in the league, but then it's just hard to develop them and give them time to play, even though they're like, like Pritchard's good. I think he's got a place in the league. He'll be around for a while. It's just unfortunate that on the Celtics, he won't really be able to play as much as I know we might want him to. But it's just like yeah. tough that he has to succeed to better players. It's it's just frustrating, I feel like, for players like him. And it was similar with, with Bones also. Like he was yeah. barely playing on the Nuggets, yet everyone knows how talented he is. Bones like is a little bit of a head case too. But yeah, 
yeah it's just like same situation uh yeah true 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 um but yeah it's just tough i love pritchard and it's gonna be tough to like trade him this summer but it, it just makes sense i feel like we could also Maybe get some assets to use later on, or maybe hopefully like a good rotation player. I don't know. Whatever yeah. happens, we'll see. But definitely a little a little unfortunate to be him. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe uh JD Davison slides into his spot. Yeah, you you, you think he's in like good? That. I like him a lot. Um just based off potential. Like this kid can just dunk. He's athletic. Yeah. He, yeah, he's super athletic. So I'm how tall is he? We'll see more of him in summer league. He would be atrocious if he played this year. Yeah, no, this year I don't want him anywhere near the uh, TD Garden. Let's keep him up in Maine this year, but... He is athletic. I'm willing to see what he's got in summer league next year. He's just as small as Pritchard, so I wonder how he'll do defensively. But can't shoot like Pritchard, but he's way more athletic. He'll be a better defender. Um. I feel like Pritchard tries really hard on defense. He does. He like puts a lot. He's not super athletic, but he brings a ton of energy. I agree. Yeah, very active with his hands. He can move his feet when he's like guarding guards and smaller guys. But it's just like once you get a mismatch on, he just Mm -hmm. kind of becomes unplayable, which is unfortunate. But yeah, um, I think another big reason while we're on the defense topic is another big reason why we are keeping Grant and we didn't trade him is. Just defensively, I feel like he's a very integral yeah. integral part of what we want to do. Being able to switch on everything and then matching up with guys like Giannis and Embiid, I feel like he he's did well very, last night. Yeah, he yeah. did well. Um, I just feel like he's a vital part of our defensive yeah. scheme. And so he's the type of guy that's a lot more valuable to us than to other teams. So in order for us to trade him, we'd have to get something substantial back. Which This, this is what I am saying. Or Aiden, you go. You go quick. My bad. Weird parallel, but like trading him this year could kind of be compared to us trading Perk at the deadline. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, back in the losing, day, like a defensive anchor. Yeah, who did we get in that? Was that the Nanad Christich? Did we get like Christich? I hated that dude. Yeah, Christich and Jeff Green. Jeff Green. Yeah, Jeff was good for a few years. So kind of just like losing that that defensive identity. Yeah, I feel like he's big for that. I I feel like Grant gets clowned a little bit more, a little less of a leader than Perk, but. In terms of skill and what in his role in our in our defense, I I definitely agree with that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, let's uh let's talk about the Sixers and Bucks and the moves they made quickly yeah. and how that impacts us. Yeah, um, I can start with the Bucks, and you can you can get the Sixers. Yeah. Um, I think. So I was telling Matt during the deadline, I was like right before the Bucks made the deal, I was like, I really don't want the the Bucks to get one of uh Dorian Finney Smith, James Crow Jay Crowder, or um was it like Cam Johnson or Mikhail Bridges? One of the one of the Nets yeah. guys. I was like, just don't get one of those. And then they got oh, Crowder, which made sense. They were linked to his name for like weeks now, even when he was still on the Suns. Uh I think he adds if he plays the way he played last year, um, I think he adds a lot of shooting and and scoring off the bench when and help spacing the floor with Giannis on the court when Grayson Allen isn't in the game. Um, so I feel like he add it's just another guy that they can throw in there. He's also very good defensively, size wise. I feel like he matches up really well with a lot of wings. 
Like, I'm interested to see how he defends Tatum and Brown. I feel like he could, he, he's the type of guy you, the Bucks will be able to throw at them and kind of see how Tatum and Brown adjust. So I think that was a great ad for the Bucks. Um, definitely made them better. I don't think it, obviously contenders never make these massive moves at the deadline. So I don't think it's quite enough to vault the Bucks like past us, but I think they definitely added more than we did. So they, I think they closed the gap on us and in terms of on paper skill. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think Crowder helps them. Um, just doesn't put them past us. Um, now the Sixers adding Jalen McDaniels, I think this this move doesn't really vault them above the Bucks or the Celtics for me. Um, I could see him sliding in maybe behind Tucker Harris off the bench, getting like 15, 20 minutes a game. He's a uh, decent defender. Um, definitely better than Furkan Korkmaz off the bench. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, uh, Tucker's averaging like three and a half points in 25 minutes per game. Um, so I'm Jeez. wondering if that's kind of why they yeah. might pivot to Jalen McDaniels. Like he's a better scorer. Um, didn't he just point. drop like 20 on the seas? Dude, he, he might have dropped 20, but he got cooked by uh, Tatum yeah, he, he 51 gave 50. or whatever. So like that's so. kind of why like this, like it's a slight upgrade, but I mean, it just doesn't do too much for me. They got yeah. him pretty cheap. Wasn't it Tybal and they got McDaniels? They made a really good deal. Yeah. yeah. It's a good deal, but it, yeah. it's not going to do a ton. I mean, the Sixers can't beat us when we're down three and a half starters. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I, I'm i very confused by that team. I, I shit on them enough, though, on the last episode, but I agree in with everything you said. Yeah. The point about Tucker was a really good point. I feel like they have no score. They don't have like a, a solid score off the bench especially with this dude Tucker scoring barely three points every game. Um, so I feel this like in that sense, it adds, <laughs> it adds another dimension to their bench, which I think will be, will be helpful, but at the same time. Well, they did. They change. recently, they moved um, Maxi to the bench to help out with, with yeah. some bench oh, scoring. They true. did that recently. Yeah. But, um, but you're totally right. You have, yeah. This will give them some, some yeah, more juice. So good yeah, trade exactly. doesn't move the needle. Yeah, exactly. Um, so before we wrap up, we're gonna do like everyone. We're gonna go around. Um, everyone picks a winner, who they think is the biggest winner and the biggest loser of the deadline, and you can explain the choice a little bit. Uh, we're gonna kick it off with Matt. Ooh, can start uh, with either one. Um, lame answer, but do wait. Just pick one, or can I give? Can I give two? Do you want do you mean like two winners or <laughs> yeah, two winners? Just yeah, pick. go for it. Yeah, go for it. If you can't pick. All right, I'll go winner Suns. Um <laughs> lame pick, but the Suns will be better. Definitely improve the most. This yeah. year. Like they they have pro they have a really good shot to win the uh the West now and before they were kind of treading water and kind of stuck. So this this raised their ceiling a ton this year. So with that. I think I, I got to give them the winner. They made sort of the biggest needle mover out mm, of any yeah. team. So that's fair. They're my winner. You loser. Ooh, loser. I'll go. I mean, I'll go the Miami heat, I guess. 
they uh they didn't do anything yeah um and i think they're a good team in the east who uh some of the top top squads don't want to play but i think if they they were able to make a move to improve they'd be a lot more sort of imposing and scary now i think i mean they're good they're solid but they i feel like they kind of maybe missed an opportunity especially with the nets sliding off a little to kind of jump into the the top four in the east top five in the east so makes sense my loser aiden um yeah i also had the Suns as the biggest winner um same reasons as you matt um they made the biggest jump in the uh like as for odds to win the title so um i'd square answer but it's got to be the Suns. um and then i also have a player who's actually a big winner um under the radar guy but the rookie center on the horn is mark williams um i think he'll see see a lot more playing time now that uh yeah uh plumley has gone um i tried picking him up in dynasty but he was taken who has him zang yeah yeah big win for easy there um and then loser also had the heat um i think them just standing pat like doesn't make sense um i could throw the bulls in there as well and then another loser i had was the warriors um oh interesting pick not entirely sure what their plan is like gary Payne was good for them in the playoffs last year but um giving up on wiseman um <laughs> i don't know i don't know for five they couldn't seconds. wait any longer bro yeah yeah i guess they're like a contender and they can't really waste time yeah him, but it's a tough spot i mean they just completely messed up the pick too which you could also blame them for that um, yeah, but yeah, I agree with I agree with both of those. Uh, for me, I'm not gonna go Suns as the winner. I'm gonna go. They're probably not the winner, but they're close second. I would say the Lakers. I think the Lakers completely overhauled their roster. Um, very reminiscent of, I don't remember what year it was, but it was the year when LeBron was on the Cavs with like Dwayne Wade. And then at the deadline, they traded the Isaiah year, like the so many 17, years. 18. Yeah, they traded so many, so many guys, and it completely revamped their roster. And then they were excellent. Did they make the finals that year? Yeah, yeah they, they beat the us in the year. game seven. You got right. in the was, Eastern oh. Conference finals. So, <laughs> your favorite game. So, yeah, uh, exactly. Same thing. Like, so it's, it, I think it was very, it, it gave me like the same vibes. And so I think they, the front office over there did a great job. Um, Rob Polinko and Jeannie Buss. Um, Jeannie. They did a really, really good job surrounding LeBron with talent, shooters, and filling a lot of holes that were very apparent for the first half of the season. So it'll be interesting to see if they, if they have enough time though to make up all this ground lost. I think they're sitting in thirteenth in the West right now. So definitely a long road ahead, but the West is very close. So I think they're only like a game or two out from the play-in. So I've, it's very doable, but it'll be interesting to see um, kind of how quickly they're able to to kind of turn their season around. So, yeah, that's why I give the winner to the Lakers. And loser, mm, it's tough. But I was, I'm was i very big on the Kings. I think their team is really great right now with Fox and Sabonis and Murray. And I think P- 
people were expecting them to add or make a move, get another just like like score or something to help them and kind of give them a little nudge this year. And they did nothing, which I, I feel like was surprising. I, I was expecting at least like one move, but they didn't. Um, so I was just a little disappointed by that. Um, but yeah, yeah the so Kings could have been sick loser. with like if they got a really the Kings are in a weird spot because they are pretty young. I agree that they probably should have done something. Now they're probably too far behind the uh, yeah. the Suns. But um, I, I think the why. next move they has to make, yeah, they might have just been like it, the Suns are too good. Or, or yeah. like I think they have to make a, a big swing with their next move Yeah, and get like a, a superstar wing. If they can get that somehow. OG. That'd be sick. Yep, it'll be interesting. Yeah, OG. To see. That's like an off season thing. But um Yeah. Yeah. They're in a good spot though for sure. Very, very cool yeah. young team. Yeah. I actually had another loser. Um yeah, throw it out. Memphis. Pop it. Ooh, yeah, I don't they keep like sitting that. on their assets year after year. Yeah. Man. Yeah, they didn't differentiate themselves and I was like, you there were some good wings available and they just and I they wonder only, they only had Luke Kennard. Like yeah. I get it, he's a good shooter, but I don't know if he's that playable on defense similar to the kings though i i wonder if that kd move in the middle of the night last night kind of scared away a lot of the other west teams that were looking to kind of make the push because the west was make the og make the og move make make the og move yeah and now they saw the suns deal and they're like maybe it's just not worth it for this year maybe we should just wait it out see what happens and then reevaluate in the offseason i feel like since it happened early enough, it could have really dictated like the way today went. Um, Do you think so maybe... that also influenced the Raptors buying? <clears throat> because like thinking maybe he's we got... could be oh the maybe East we could opened be up a little like a top four team in the East now. Maybe they might. I feel like they might have a little bit too much faith in Fred Van yeah. Vliet and Nick Nurse, yeah, but who Freddy. knows? Maybe that definitely. I mean, that East definitely got worse after today. So yeah, it's definitely a possibility. I don't know what the hell the Raptors were doing, honestly. Unless, because Fred Van Vliet and Gary Trent Jr. are free agents this summer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, unless yeah. are they going to pay them? Why didn't they trade? They're, they're not yeah. good enough to win a title. They're not paying everyone. They they're have. not good enough to. Yeah, it's just weird to me. I don't know why. They Maybe they feel like they can get to... away with Fred, paying Fred a little less because he was so bad this year and keeping him. For I guess what they might view as a discount, um, but even if they did that, it's just I don't understand too much what they're trying to build with with the with the guys have other than like Siakam and Scotty Barnes, and I guess Pirtle now if they they'll probably resign him. Yeah, Pirtle was yeah. a fine a fine buy because I it think was cheap because it was cheap. They need a center and they they got him for for pretty cheap, but like. They're going to be paying so many head, like six or seven guys upwards of twenty million. Yeah, yeah. and then Scotty's up be for like middle of the pack, couple years. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not like Masai at all. He's scheming something. I don't know what. He's smart at the end of the day, so who knows? He definitely could be. Yeah. Um. But yeah. yeah. So, do any of you guys have anything else to to add? Nothing no? else. No. Not cool. really, man. All right. Great episode, boys. Um, big, big day to unpack. I feel like we did a good job with it. Um, so yeah, thanks for coming on, Aiden. 
It was great having you. Thanks for having me, boys. Of course, of course. You're done with the outside.